We here at God Stories Radio are reaching out to you and your business to sponsor us for as little as $10 a month. We need you so that we can continue bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. By your business blessing us monthly, we are able to bless others weekly. To sponsor us, email GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. And you don't have to be a business to be a blessing. Visit GodStoriesRadio.com to donate securely through PayPal. Just press the button. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Mike, Fritz, and Tina. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Stories Radio. This is session 198. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. Uh oh. Silence. No, Tina. Yeah, Tina is uh, not feeling well tonight. And uh, I say that very loosely. She is in the bed with uh, cold sweats and everything. Just something hammered her last night. Well, just hit her like a truck. So if you guys would pray. For Tina, that would be wonderful. It just feels kind of different, weird. It is. It's uh, it's guys' night out tonight. <laughs> Me and Mikey, and we got Dave, our guest, on the line, calling in from Michigan tonight, and uh, we can't wait to hear what he has to say. And we just welcome everybody to the show tonight, and uh, welcome everybody that's on Mixler. Hey, I see Colleen up there. Welcome, Colleen. Good to see you. Well, I don't see you, but yeah, I was just gonna say, I kind of see, see you. You got a picture on there, but uh, <laughs> but welcome to the show. Uh, you've uh, dialed into a good one tonight. I just know it. From the chilly Michigan area, you ain't lying. Woo, that's next level chilly. I'm I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, how's your week been, Mike? Um, it, it's going. I'm riding a wave. Um, I had a pretty good day today. Went uh, with the uh, our buddy Ar- Arnie, Arnold. And we uh, slung slung some brass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know how exhilarating that can be. That's for sure. So it was it was a good day today. Absolutely fantastic. fantastic. What about you? My week has been great. My week has been uh, very busy. We've had a lot of events at the church, and and uh, so I had those up. But uh, been great so far. What? <laughs> Without uh, incident, I guess. Okay. <laughs> As we were talking, it's your dream job, and it's not a it job really too. is. Yeah, I don't get any less tired, but still, I don't. I don't dread uh, 
you know, going to work or anything like mm-hmm. that. I love it. I just love it. It's hard not to work, actually. <laughs> but, uh, hey, we got a couple Facebook likes All right, and you shout love that. outs. We do. We've got a couple. We uh, want to thank uh, Tori McGee. Well, thank you, Tori, for thank liking you, us Tori. on Facebook. Welcome to the GSR family. family. Yes, thank you. And then I don't know if I mispronounce it. I apologize. It's either Divine or Devine. Love Bales. Thank you for liking us on Facebook. Thank you so much. Welcome Absolutely. to the GSR family, both of you. Absolutely. And uh, we just love our Facebook people, and we we love our Mixler people, and anybody that listen, and uh, and the gentleman that's. Uh, our guest tonight is is a longtime crazy fan, good listener. He's trying <laughs> well, not, to not that long, but you know. Again, th- thank you for liking us on Facebook. And if anyone out there listening has not yet liked us on Facebook, please do so, so we Fritz can give a shout out. And um, the guest tonight um, actually was around December that we shouted his name up because he liked us on Facebook. Yep. December. Yep. And. Um, then after he heard that particular session, he uh, messaged us and says, thanks for the shout out. I know my name is hard to pronounce, but I was close because I remember doing the name. It was pretty, it was, I kind of like ran it together. So yeah, it I sounded think you pretty did, good. I think you did pretty good. On yeah. That. It was very, very close. <laughs> he says, I love your show. I just started listening and I'm listening to about three to five shows per day on Spotify I can't, I, I catch up, I'll catch up soon. I'm so happy God has blessed you guys to be a blessing. This show gives me encouragement and I'm sure thousands of other people too. And that's our only agenda. Amen to that. To give the encouragement. And, uh, he messaged, messaged again about a month and a half later. And he says he just finished 103 sessions so far. Wow. I'm trying to slow down to stretch them out, but they are so encouraging that I don't want to. And that's, uh, we love that. That's yeah, speaking of encouraging, yeah. Right, that's encouragement for us. Keeps us going. Absolutely. Amen to that. So, um, again, this gentleman um, liked us on Facebook a few months ago. Uh, we gave him a shout-out, and here he is on the line in Michigan. Welcome, David Andrachuk. Dave, welcome perfect. to the show, man. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for saying yes. Not a lot of people do. Yeah, it was uh, when I first started listening to the show. I was like, you know what? Uh, good for those people. I, I would never give my testimony on that uh, many people. He Fritz, he <laughs> used the word never. Yeah, the N word. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember messaging you guys because I'll be down there uh, in the fall. I said, uh, I'll come in the fall, you know, so I can have a whole year of stuff because, you know, I haven't had that much stuff going on. So I'll have some more. And then God definitely said, no, nope, you got to message him. You got to make an appointment ASAP. All right. Well, thanks well, there for you being... go. Yeah. Thanks for being obedient. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But if yeah, you want if you want to look us up on, on when you come in Orlando in the fall, please do. Yeah, you better if you're going to be that close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tina was like, "You gotta sit on a uh, sit in on an episode. That'd be great." Ah, uh, you better believe yeah, it for sure. Make that happen. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'll just get into it. Yes, yeah, man. Please. Take us uh, from Dave. the beginning and yeah. uh, let let uh, the 
those someone's out there that are waiting to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I just want to say uh, thank you for letting me be on. It's an honor to be on. this. I feel very blessed that I can hopefully bless uh, others that are listening. Um, so I'll go back, I guess, 28 years. Wow. When I was born in 1990. Um, you know, God's been watching after me even when I was in my mother's womb. You know, um, I was adopted. Um, when my birth mother and my birth father, uh, they both had their own families and they worked together and then they had me. So, um, from what I understand, um, she was actually debating whether to abort me or not. And, you know, God definitely put on her heart to give me up for adoption. And that's my first blessing of my life there. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I was adopted by a great family. My I love my parents so much. Um, it was a Christian household. Um, my mom was definitely the, I guess, the Christian leader. Um, a great dad uh, example, too. Um, and so when I was young, um, I was definitely on fire for God. Um, didn't know exactly the idea of a relationship with Jesus, but I knew that, you know, he saved the world and he saved me and it was awesome. Um, but as I grew up, I started kind of, you know, kind of liking non like secular things. Uh, uh definitely was not um striving for a relationship with God. I actually was you know going the opposite direction. Um probably I would say sixth grade, so around twenty or two thousand twenty two thousand um one, two thousand two. Um I started um hanging out with some people and actually yeah, that's when I first got introduced to introduced to pornography hmm. that it was such a a new crazy thing that it just it had me hooked right there um unfortunately at such a young age um and then I guess later that year I had uh, my first seizure um and that one, that was a very, very big scare uh, for me and my family. Um, it just was so sudden. Um, don't know what caused it, still don't know. Oh. But ever since then, um, I've had multiple seizures, been in and out of the hospital. But God's definitely been blessing me with pillows and, and you know, have falling on soft couches while I have these seizures because, I mean, anywhere else I could definitely mm -hmm. seriously injure myself. They're just random, Dave? You don't know when they're going to happen. They just happen. Right. No yeah. warning. Wow. No. Well, the only warning I have is about like a one or two seconds before <laughs> you get a you get like a tingly feeling a left leg and then you, then you can't really talk and very, very scary. Right. Um, well, one to two seconds doesn't give you much time for, for right. a setup. Right. Yeah, exactly. So 
So, I mean, and I know of people that had seizures and fell on concrete and actually had a close friend that she died from a seizure. Oh. Fell on, on, like, walking to school and she had a seizure, seizure and hit her head. And, okay, yep. Yeah, so. Did I hear you say, Dave, that they don't know what yeah, he did. what it is? They, they never, no, because I would take these tests, these EEG tests where, you deprive yourself of sleep, and then you go in, and they put all these uh, things on your head, and you sleep for a little bit, and they, they read your brain activity. Everything's normal. Had other scans. Everything's normal. So it never, never knew. But with time, I learned that um, one thing that definitely didn't help was not sleeping. If I had a lot of lack of sleep, then it seemed like more chances to that a seizure would occur. Mm. Um, but so I was taking this medicine called Tegretol, and this medicine had me really, really sleepy, really drowsy, um, felt unhappy. I started taking this in high school, and I felt miserable. But it was the only medicine that we knew that. Was stop it but it was it was terrible mm-hmm. kind of like Adderall um, on steroids huh yeah exactly and then when I didn't take my medicine I had all this energy and my parents was like David did you did you take it you didn't take your medicine did you because mm-hmm. I'm bouncing on the, the walls um so you know and I I didn't want to take my medicine because of that so and, and I was really stressed out. So then I got into smoking weed in um, my sophomore year of high school in 2005, 2006. Could be wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I started smoking weed there. And um, what I found is that I would smoke weed, and then when I didn't, I would have seizures. So in my in my mind, that was the only thing keeping me from having seizures. But think, looking back though, it was a combination of I just didn't take my medicine, I didn't sleep. So I, I really think that's what I actually did. But in my head at the time, I said, "Well, I gotta smoke weed because mm-hmm. that's that's what's keeping me going." But I, I really think that was why. Um, and so, in so I got really hooked on weed and was smoking for a while, but I was living at my parents, so it was kind of like you had to sneak out and smoke, so it wasn't like all the time. Mm-hmm. And then so once I got out of high school and went to college, it was like, it was wild. You know, I, I was on my own. Um, well, not necessarily on my own, but I was out of the house uh, right. and, uh, you know, so it was like National Lampoon kind of thing. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's when I started. Um, then I tried this, I think it's called promethazine. It, that was a whole other thing. But that, yeah, did not like that. Um, and then I partied a lot, but I didn't go to school, so I flunked out. And I had to come home um, and face that with my parents Mm because 
that was just a pretty big disappointment for them, which, you know, I, coming back home to the people I know, then I smoke weed here. And then in 2010, because uh, I went to college in 2009 and came back in 2010, um, later that year, I think it near in September, I had this heart infection. Um, I, I was trying to talk to my parents and see where that's from, but I, I forgot how I got the infection, but the results was like a mini heart attack. Wow. And I had about three of them. And, you know, if a young kid like me at the time, even still now having a heart attack, um, that's fatal. I mean, so God def- definitely said it wasn't my time to go. And he had plans for me. That's for um, sure. I would say I was going to ask you how God got your attention, but I don't think you. I <laughs> yeah, need to he's ask you that. get uh, my attention. I yeah. think that was it. it. Yeah. I mean, the whole time, you know, I went to church with my mom and with my family and, you know, been um, listening to the gospel. And, you know, I was always like, you know, that's that's the way to go. But, you know, I'm. I'll do that later when I'm older. I want to party. I want to have a good time. Because uh, I thought Christianity was all about rules, and you can't drink, you can't smoke, you can't cuss, you can't um, you can't do the things I was doing. And that's true, but I was looking at it like yeah, it, like a law, and and so I didn't think uh, think that was for me. Um. And then, so, 2010, yeah, I had that. Oh, and then I went to the hospital, um, and the ER was busy. And I went to the hospital for the heart attack. And then um, it was busy, so we waited there for a while, and the feeling, the hurt went away. So we were, like, going to get up and go. And at the time, we didn't know it was um, a heart um, infection. Mm-hmm. We're about to get up and go, and the doctor was like, "Oh, hey, we can take you." Um, and I'm sure if we got up and went, another happened that could have been fatal. Yeah, God that I was gonna say. It. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to play with no heart infection. Yeah, God definitely brought that doctor up, called us back. You know, he <laughs> he's been watching over me even before I asked him to. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the it, truth? It, it, it's just. You're in good Amazing. company there, Dave. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it goes for both of us here. His arms are yeah. always open. And at the time, it was like, oh, well, that, that was lucky. You know, well, that was worked out. Never really uh, gave it up to God. Uh, but looking back, that's exactly what it was, though. Um, and so he called me called me back, and then they ran tests. They're thinking that I did cocaine because kid at my age shouldn't be going through this. This is like really rare mm-hmm. for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they did tests and then they found that I had a heart infection. And so that whole process was pretty rough. And then um, I continue to have seizures. After that, um, after I got better than that, kept having seizures. And so I went to, um, in 2011, I believe, I went to um, Central because I, I started dating my current wife 
um, I started dating her and I followed her out there. And, um, and out there, you know, I still continued to smoke and, you know, I didn't have money, so I had to figure out, so I just sold it. So I could buy more, sold it so I can buy some for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was doing that pretty regularly. And then I got caught. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so I got in trouble with the uh, Isabella County and the school. So I got kicked out of the school, which was rough. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, a misdemeanor with uh, with the law. And I went to court, and man, God had my back because I went to court, no representation. They said there was going to be a $10,000 bail. I said, I can't afford that. I don't have any, I don't know anybody with that money. And they said, well, we'll put you through a program. And then, you know, there's, uh, you had probation, unsupervised probation, had to do community service. And I went to a few um, AA meetings. And that's that. Because I was looking at about a couple of years in jail. Mm-hmm. And, and without, it's just amazing. I didn't have any representation. I said, I'll represent myself. And they're like, do you, they asked me, I forgot what they said. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> There's all these lawyer words. I, I don't know. You know, it, it, it wouldn't have been a good idea, but God had my back and it worked out. Mm-hmm. Cause I really think that he saves us from things that we can't handle. And I don't think, and he knows I probably couldn't handle jail because, you know, I've been dealing, like in high school, I was um, always um, got run-ins with the cops, like, um, you know, being at parks and they had no, no jail. It would just be um, telling us not to do it. Mm-hmm. And just like this, no jail, but like a slap on the wrist. And then um, when I got, so I got kicked out, I had to go back home and I had all my stuff from my dorm room. Um, and my mom asked me to pick up my dad because he came back from a missions trip. And with all the stuff in my car, I picked him up. He's like, what is this stuff? What, why is this? What's going on? Because I never told him I got kicked out. Mm-hmm. I, I went for like a month without. Without us, I lived. I lived with uh, my girl, my wife, a girlfriend at the time, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I just didn't. I just wanted to avoid that. <laughs> uh, that's another reason why I didn't get a lawyer because I figured I wouldn't be able to afford it, and I'd have to ask my parents to pay for it. And yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so when I came back in 2012. Because I, I went there in 2011, and then in the winter of 2012, uh, spring of 2012, that's when that happened. I came back, and I was living at home, and one day I had uh, five seizures. Oh. And in one day, I had a seizure at my girlfriend's parents' house. I had told her to drive me home because I know ambulances cost $500, and I was like, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they drove me home. I had a seizure on the lawn, and then my parents got me inside, and I had a seizure on the couch, and then I had a seizure in the ambulance, and then I had a seizure in the hospital. Mm. And the doctors said that I could have definitely have been brain dead 
from all that. I could have definitely been a vegetable, but once again, God had plans for me. Right. I got the, that right. And and yeah. and thinking that you were in the ambulance and in the hospital when they happened, that they still couldn't tell what was going on. Nope. Still couldn't. Still don't. I, I still don't know. All I know is I got to get my sleep and take my medicine. Um. Actually, yeah, I forgot to, I switched uh, from Tegretol to another medicine so that doesn't have, I'm not sleepy. Uh, I just gained a little weight, but I'd rather be a little mm-hmm. heavy over than mm-hmm. very sleepy. Um, so when that happened, um, they really, my parents were really concerned with me and my um, problem with uh, my addiction to weed. And so they sent me to this um, to this therapist, uh, Dr. Charles. He's this Christian therapist, which was great. Because actually before I went to one that wasn't Christian, and she was just like, well, how do you feel? Like she wasn't getting any deeper. It was very shallow. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Charles got really deep right to the soul. <laughs> uh, God bless him. Um, so, so I went through that and, um, another blessing that happened there was that, um, in the middle of it, I had Katie come with me, my, my wife Mm -hmm. and, and we had basically couples counseling. So we went, it was like couples counseling. It turned into that. That was just awesome because we weren't going through any problems. Um, at the time, but it gave us some real tools to that came in handy later mm-hmm. in my story. Um, and so, two thousand six that happened, and then I had um, in two thousand thirteen. That happened end of two thousand thirteen into two thousand fourteen, and then I had actually had another seizure that spring and then because i was planning to move out um and live out and then i had a seizure and i like sure you want to move out and so i moved out because again i was still addicted to weed and mm-hmm. so i wanted to do what i could to move out to smoke all the time because i just because that's where i was at at the time um so I moved out, and then I got into partying um, back with the people back in high school. So I didn't talk to them for a while, then I got back with them again. Mm-hmm. And we were at a party, and one time there was like, hey, do you want to try some Coke? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then, so, you know, after I did it, I was like, you know, I'd never spend money on this. This is, it lasts for like five, ten minutes. I'd never spend money. And then, you know, like you said, never say that, never, that N-word, because I've surely spent a ton of money. I got into that issue. So I got hooked on cocaine. And then I was doing that for a couple of years. Wow. Um which was pretty rough. Um, well, it wasn't rough at the time. I actually liked 
the uh, Francis Chan have this one sermon, and he has this uh, example. He said that sin is like uh, a toilet bowl. You know, at the top, it's like a lazy river. And you're going along, and it's fun. You're having a good time. And the further you get down, you start getting sucked in, and you try what you can to get out, Mm -hmm. and you just can't get out. You're Mm -hmm. almost going to get flushed down. And that's exactly what happened the next two years. I just continued the cycle I was on, smoking weed, doing coke, um, uh, did like acid and, and shrooms and molly and all these terrible things for your body. And I was just sad, you know, but I wanted to, mask it with drugs because it just it seemed to be the only thing that was helping then I tried to quit and that only quitting on your own only works for so long Mm -hmm. like it only worked for like three weeks for me (laughs) and I just couldn't do it so I went back to it Um, and then um, then it got a little bit better because um, Katie came around and I was like, you know, there was a, at the time there was, there was commercials and like basketball is my anti-drug. And I was like, well, Katie is my anti-drug. So I'm going to depend on her and she's going to get me out of this mess. You know, I'm, I'm going to hold on to her and she will stop me from doing drugs. That's what my, my thought was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only a thought. Yeah. We've got a word for that. Don't we, Mikey? Yeah. Codependency. Codependency. Yeah. Yep. Codependency. That's right. Um, and she got tired of that pretty mm-hmm. quickly. They usually do. Yeah. Yeah. Ask us. So that's when the <laughs> that's when the tools that Dr. Charles gave us came in handy. Um, it was like our do's and don'ts, and and I was like, uh, it helps in the, in terms of not to depend on her for this, and so I went. And elsewhere, I was like telling friends about it, and they were friends that also did it, so it didn't help any. Um, yeah, you have to change your surroundings if you want to get away from it. Yep, you got yeah. that right. Friends and surroundings. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Katie, God gave Katie so much patience. It's unbelievable. Because if I were her, I would have broke up with me a long time ago. Um, but she saw something. <laughs> uh. And um, so we got we got married in 2016. And all the while I was going through this, um, still doing coke, but I told her I quit. I'm not doing that anymore. But I'm lying to her behind their back saying, I'm doing it. I'm going out. And I would say I'm going out on an errand. And that was just me leaving all the time just to do drugs, mm-hmm. which was terrible. But I justified it somehow in my head. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it just nice how we get help by the evil one to justify things yeah. like yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, you know, what doesn't what she doesn't know doesn't hurt her. So mm. I was like, I don't want to hurt her. So I guess I just won't let her know. Mm. 
So that made sense to me. I'll just keep doing it, and I won't let her know. So win-win. I get my high, and she doesn't know. And she doesn't get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so idiotic. Um, but that's what I was thinking. Um, and then we we were living out down, downtown, and then we moved. Um, and this was closer to when I was like, I, because it was a pretty bad habit. It was like $300 a week habit. Whoa. And I was making about $300 a week, mm. like 350 So I'd have $50 that would be gas. And then mm-hmm. I'd use overdraft. And so I was always in the negative in my bank account, mm. always like $200, $300. So I still had bills to pay. And yeah, so it was just, I was at the toilet, bottom of that toilet bowl, just feeling like I was getting sucked out and scrambling and, and really worried. But to cover the worriedness, I, I got high. So then hmm. it was, yeah. Um, and then one day, um, Sunday, the 16th, 15th, April 15th of last year, I was like, um, oh, it was sun, that was Sunday. And we were going to go to church, but I didn't feel like it So, because I wanted to smoke some weed. So we didn't go to church. But then I went to an event that my mom was at. And she said, Later, she said, yeah, you definitely smelled like it. And so she was praying for me. She was praying hard. And then that following Monday, I um, I was in the midst of getting high. I was like, why am I here? What am I doing here? What is this? What's the point of this mess I'm in? And I was just like, I'm tired of this. No, I, I'm, I can't do it anymore. And it's so exhausting because it was like living a double life. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, was hiding who I was behind my mom's back, and I'm hiding another between behind my behind Katie. So it was almost like a triple life. You know, I was exhausted, and you can't keep that up. No, it, it's it's impossible. Um, so I was I was real tired, but not to the point of suicidal. Because I had a cousin that uh that committed suicide and it was like I felt that that was very selfish mm-hmm. to do and I was like, you know, I I just can't do that. I can't do that to my parents. Um so I decided I gotta quit it. And I I gotta and looked at my bank account, it was like negative three hundred bills coming up in like two days. And I, I couldn't do it anymore. So I, I decided to go home. I tell Katie what's going on. I told her, um, I was like, I, I got to tell you something. I have this problem. I, I've been doing coke behind your back. And I just, I need you to handle our finances. I need you um, to take my money so I don't buy anything. And then you can take care of the bills and you can work on this and depending on her to fix my problem, which that 
backfired. So she 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 was um, compassionate in terms of that I, I have a problem, but at the same time it's overwhelming because that's not her job. Mm-hmm. She it's it's not fair and it's not it's just not right. And so that night she was saying that um, she was asking, "Do you even want to be here with me?" Like. Do you love me anymore? And that really shook me. Like, out of everything, almost dying from the seizures, from the heart attack, from dangerous situations I've been in, and like drug deals. Like, I've had many times I could have died, gone to jail, or been seriously injured. That didn't shake me, but her asking me if I would want to be with her, she was like that. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I I said, I don't know what to do now. So the next day, what came into my head, my mom was like, I always heard her, she said, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And that kept going through my head, and I was like, well, You know, God is good, but how can he be good to me? I'm terrible. I'm a horrible person. I'm an addict. I'm a liar. I'm a deceiver. You know, I I don't deserve anything. Um, And that was pretty hard. But then someone told me I need to look into, like, Christian music. So then I YouTubed. Christian music and came up Lecrae and um, mm-hmm. heard the first song uh, Lecrae Cry For You and it was had me bawling like I was at work just crying and crying listening to this music and but crying in a good way like it wasn't right. crying yeah. pity pity oh pity you but like been there Yep. God really touched me through that music. Love me some Lecrae. Yeah, yeah. He is great. He's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, God really used music to get to me. Um, when I was little, I remember going to Christian uh, bookstore. I always get music. I used to listen to this guy named T-Bone. And it was good. But then I was like, you know, Christian rap sucks. (laughs) And then I hear this music, and it's amazing. Like, I'm like, this is exactly what's on the radio of the secular station. This is what I needed, basically. And there I was like, I prayed, I was like, Jesus, I I can't do this anymore. I, I really need you. Um... I need you now, and um, I just can't handle this anymore. Um, I accept that you're my Lord and Savior. I just need you to save me, and I I wanted to give everything up, and he definitely heard my prayer, because I instantly I felt this, like, 300-pound weight on just lift off me and it was 
was amazing. Like, I was just dumbfounded. Uh, at that, I just instantly almost, I went cold turkey. I stopped doing all the drugs I, I like to do. Um, I didn't even have the the want to do these things. Like I didn't, I just gave it all to him, um, which was awesome because I was like, I know nothing I can do can can take this this addiction away. And I was like, Jesus, I give it all to you, and he took it and. And I was like, I didn't know it was that simple. That was pretty easy. Like, it's, it's very simple. I was always thinking, like, you know, I had to clean myself up. And then I could become, you know, be saved. Um, I had to do my own work, and then I'll be saved. But Well, that's all he was waiting for you to do. He's been waiting a long time for you to do that. Yeah, he was waiting a long time. <laughs> I've had many two-by-fours upside the head. Uh-huh. The one night before, that's really what caught me. Um, and so just... Was that Pappenheimer? Amazing. 194? Uh, Jeff Pappenheimer? It, he hasn't been, He hasn't gotten that far yet. Oh. What? Unless he's listening to him... Uh, as they come out and then going back and oh okay are you have you listened to one ninety four no no okay he has okay I he thought he I thought yeah. that's what he okay. said I'm sorry that's all right but you know like I said he's been waiting for you to to cry out those words for a long time yeah he definitely has and it's just that's definitely what did it so I text my mom I was like my this something happened this week and it was amazing and I just told her I was like I gotta come home after work I gotta share with you what happened and she was like great I'll be home and so I go home I go to her house um, and I say alright I might cry and she's like what's wrong and I just started bawling right there I couldn't even get any words out Mm -hmm. I was like I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, and she was just so happy. She was like, I've been praying for you for years. Mm-hmm. And she's been, she was there. She Her prayers were there. She's been planting seeds in me my whole life, you know, singing gospel music in the way to football practice. Uh, different, she would text me different scriptures for encouragement that I would like kind of dismissed but mm-hmm. still read it you know but all those seeds just planted and by her and and other people um like when i worked at sam's club um i was a cashier and i had some people come over like david that's a strong name and i'm like mm, yeah i mean because i knew it was in the bible but you know it was they were always saying like i forgot exactly what scripture they would say but you know, it, it's as long as you speak life into somebody, even if you're not the one to convert them, mm-hmm. it's definitely making a difference. So what's the Lord doing present day for you? What's going on with Dave today? Well, um, ever since um, well, I got shortly after um, 
accepting Christ. I got baptized. Um, and that was amazing. Ooh, I, had this fabulous. I, I was going to, and we were going there on and off. And then about a month before I got baptized, we were there solid. And then I got baptized and that was amazing. And then I've been serving in the church. I've been um, driving the van because after kind of skip something, sorry. Um, when I got saved, um, I tried to hang out with the friends I used to hang out with and it's just, I was not interested in what they were doing. And so I had to cut those ties cause it was temptation of just reverting back to the life I used to live. So, um, so then I, I was, I called, cried out to God cause I was like, I have no friends. Like I'm, I feel so lonely. And then two days later at church, he said, well, you can drive the van. And I made many friends, made many lasting relationships with people at church. Um, and it's, it's been such a blessing. Um, and so I've been still driving the van at Judson Baptist church. And then I became a deacon, uh, this January. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you. And, um, just been serving. Um, I actually, uh, there's this group called the homeless angels in Lansing and they, uh, feed and house, uh, homeless people. They're a, a non-government funded, um, organization and they they definitely are emphasizing on non-government uh funded because if you are a uh, shelter that's funded by the government after either 60 days or 90 days you have to kick them out whether out whether or not they're rehabilitated they have to go Mm -hmm. and so with their group they keep them until they're rehabilitated and they said their success rate is almost 100 percent wow where you know um, so I've been I've been helping out them with their food trucks. They have this uh, food in the park uh, for the homeless people every Sunday. Um, so I've been helping them out. Um, and isn't it a blessing to serve like that? Yeah, yeah, it is. The first time I went out, it was like ten degrees, and it was very very windy. And people were like walking against the wind. You could like walk at an angle. That's mm. how windy it was. There, I mean, there was a tree that was uprooted. And after going home, I was like, my my feet were so numb. I could not feel my feet. I couldn't feel the tips of my fingers. And and I was like, you know, I I'm just happy that right. I was doing the Lord's work. Amen. Um, the heart was full. Amen to that. Yeah. It has just been such a journey. It's been night and day how my life has changed, and it's it's awesome. And so it's been less than a year since my walk with the Lord, and that's why I think God really called me to call in because um, a lot of people that are on here, and they've been Christians for decades you know, mm-hmm. and I know there's somebody that needs to listen and needs oh, to absolutely. hear that. Got that right. That they're early in their walk, just like me. And I still go through struggles. I still have temptations that, 
you know, it's it's a never-ending fight. Absolutely. It's definitely a yeah. spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long that, as we're on this earth, it's going to be a never-ending fight. That's right. you got to put the full armor, yeah. with that armor on, yep. Yeah, and I, you know, um, I forgot to say ever since, because like I said, I used to think that I had to smoke weed to not have seizures. And I, once I, um, once I became a Christian, I, I threw all that stuff out and I was like, you know what, if I, I have faith that you will keep me from having these seizures, even if I don't do this. And, and I haven't had one since. And it's been, I was going to say, I'll bet you, you haven't had a seizure since you became. <laughs> nope. And I've lost, I've, I've lost quite a bit of sleep because I've been, <laughs> once you pick up the Bible, I can't put it down. That's, that's I awesome. just get so hungry for mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. And so I've been on fire for God for this whole time. And, and it's just, I've been listening at church. I mean, at my work, uh, I'm very blessed to have this job where it's just data entry. So I can listen to sermons. I can listen to um, the Bible on audio. Okay. Um, Fantastic. And I can just get you know, the word soaked into me while I'm doing work. And then when I go home, I can read it. And it's been, uh, it's been a journey. I've been very blessed. Wow. Um, Thank you, Dave. Yeah. We're, we're, we've been very I, blessed I by I your story. <laughs> uh, I know I, I, I miss some stuff. And so I, I'm hoping I'll, I'll be back on here sometimes. So yeah. Can, yeah. That's not a problem, but you said what needed to be said. The Absolutely. Lord takes care of that. So right. don't, uh, you know, don't beat yourself up over it. You, you said what you no. needed to say and, and, Absolutely. uh, the Lord will get the glory yeah. and there's people listening to you right now live right. on Mixler. And I know that, uh, we'll Amen. be hearing from, and remember all those people out there that may be going through the same stuff. There is a praying mother or grandmother out there for you more than likely. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen to that. Well, that's our guest, David Andrichuk. That's right. Calling in from Michigan. <laughs> Man, we just uh, appreciate you taking the time to call in, Dave, and share your story. And Absolutely. yes, we're going to have you back on the show so you can give us an update and, uh, Next, you might be, uh, who knows? He's driving the van right now. He might be pastoring. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? God can promote in uh, amazing ways That's, for absolutely. people that love him and, and give their heart to him. And he can just, uh, well, he took Joseph from the prison to the palace in less than 24 hours. Yes, he did. How about that? Yes, he did. That's what I'm talking about. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, look us up on GodStoriesRadio.com and uh, go by there and like us. And if if the Lord uh, pricks your heart to push the button, we would sure appreciate it. Yes, we would. A little goes a long way. Yes, it does. We got some uh, equipment that's getting a little tired. Yeah, we do. And we just had to pay our taxes, which is always a... Right. Ouch. But uh, but anyway, we we love and appreciate all of you for praying for us and people like David that just say, look, I can't stand it anymore. I've got to share my testimony. Right. I mean, it was only yeah. months ago that he yeah. liked us on Facebook, so it could happen to you. Uh, amen to that. Please don't leave me hanging. <laughs> so uh, drop us a line at godstoriesradio at gmail.com if, if you don't want to give your testimony like Dave did, you know, you can write it 
and send it to us. Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. And then, as Mikey always says, you can twit us. You can twit us on Twitter. But we and, have we have written many testimonies, read read many testimonies, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, we have. So it, any way you want to do it, we're 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 game. But we definitely would like to have you sitting right here. Yep, just like Dave's gonna do when he comes <laughs> to Orlando. You betcha. You ain't getting away with that one. Uh, we're only thirty <laughs> miles away from Orlando. You better believe it. And I got and I got a Jesus shirt from uh, J.D. Marshall. Yes, That's you did. Right. He was that one. All Signed, right. sealed, and delivered from Uncle J.D. himself. Yes, yeah. I'll That's be there with my shirt. That's awesome. That is fantastic. It is. Wow. Maybe we can get J.D. to come in the, when he does. Who yeah, knows? Well, J.D.'s yeah. due to come back he's in. He's due, so. and he, he, he did some he's stuff. He's been chomping at the bit. Yeah, he's, he did some stuff uh, last year or so, and it's a wow. What you know, we saw happening there. Um, I'm sure he'll be in at some point when he his truck driving thing slows down a little bit. I don't know when that happens, but <laughs> yeah, hopefully, I guess for him, it, he hope it, it, it never happens. Right. So, well, thanks for joining us tonight. I mean, I've had a great time. Thank you again to our guest Dave Anderchuk from calling in from Michigan to be with us tonight. And I just know someone's out there. Needed to hear what he had to Absolutely. say and have been blessed. And if you've been blessed, drop us a line, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. We always love to hear from the listeners. You Absolutely. have no idea how that's, that pumps us up. That's encouragement for us. All right. Well, I'm signing off. That about wraps it up for session 198. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And for my wife, Tina, uh, please pray for her. God bless. God bless. Hey, man. Sometimes. Takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner, every champion, every overcomer. This song is for you. real good. song. Say, man, Jesus' name.
clay, man. Huh. They know where we come from, uh, yeah. Who finna run from, uh, yeah. Who finna run from Satan? Not me, don't you need it. Huh. I ain't know the pain reliever. Huh. Still with the finest keepers. Huh. And we gon' blow your speakers. Huh. Hey, never gon' get amnesia. We ain't gon' turn no breathing. But you did.